Here's the final part of my conversation with Dr. Steve Amon, head of Connected Care for the Mayo Clinic, already in progress. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Dr. Oman, how much of a challenge are regulations, which is this is this area that is heavily regulated. Uh, and so the embrace of technology, how much of that is stalled by that? Yeah, that's that's a really important point. So so one of the big changes that occurred uh, with the COVID uh, pandemic was both a reimbursement and a regulatory environment that shifted from being unfavorable to telemedicine activities to very favorable for telemedicine activities. And that has allowed you know, patients to get care, institutions to get reimbursed for the care they're delivering. Um, uh, and, and that's still a bit of an unknown where we're going to end up uh, when the public health emergency is you know, declared to be over. Um, but that has been a, a big change. It's particularly important for an institution like, like Mayo Clinic, where we see patients from all 50 states and from around the world. And prior to COVID, you basically were restricted uh, state by state in terms of your licensure and what you could deliver. Um, hospital systems that are smaller, regional, uh, where all their patients come from one state, that particular regulation wasn't such a big deal. But reimbursement for providing those cares would have been a big deal for anyone. Uh, and so the fact that CMS uh, started reimbursing remote care opportunities for uh, the lives they were covering and the commercial payers also started uh, reimbursing for same and same services, whether they were delivered uh, in person or remotely, uh, that's been a, a very beneficial change. And it's, you know, it's a, a, all of our responsibilities now to prove the value in that so that we can continue care that way. And in terms of the, the rethinking of how you're delivering care right now, a lot of this obviously is done remote, the preference is remote. How much of this is a quick fix for today's problems or the, at least the problems for the next several months versus thinking through how these solutions will help benefit us over the long term? Uh, it's it's a mixture for sure. I mean, I think there are some quick fix things that are happening. On the other hand, I do think that it, it is forcing us to examine uh, some of the standard care models. So, you know, traditionally, if a, if a patient had condition X, they might see the provider and there was often a, well, let's, let's see you in three to four months. In many cases, that was a historic surveillance interview uh, interval that was based upon when the provider could get reimbursed for seeing the patient again. So if you take out those reimbursement intervals and just talk about what do I actually need to know about person with condition X to know that they're doing okay and whether any more testing or examination is necessary. And if you break it down that way, you, you start to re-examine what's necessary to take care of patients. And, and you can actually change that care delivery model and make it much more convenient for the patients uh, and and uh, much more enjoyable experience for them because they, they recognize that they don't have to stop their lives to see the doctor. The doctor can see them wherever they are. So so I think that that is a, a big impetus that we will continue to see an evolution on that as some of the quick fix Band-Aid solutions, uh, you know, they, they become obviated as we get hopefully, you know, into next year and most of the population immune to this, to this virus, then, then we can see where the, where the dust kind of settles on some of those activities. I will, lastly, assuming 5G works exactly as promised, it's everywhere, it's super fast, it's 100x speeds, what are, I guess, some of the dream applications or, or dream services that can take advantage of that super fast network? Yeah, I think I think there's a, a couple of, uh, of of really big things other than what we've mentioned. So again, the, the possibility of doing 
having patients that are near hospital level requirements at home where they can have real-time monitoring and the ability for a nurse or other provider to see them by video or talk to them, you know, at a moment's notice on demand uh, is, is a great promise for what this can deliver. The other thing that Mayo Clinic is looking at is the ability for us to serve as kind of a platform to process not only our own patients' data, but other hospital systems' data to, uh, with you know, advanced machine learning capabilities, AI solutions, to identify patients who are at highest risk and therefore would, would uh, need intervention. And having uh, signals that allowed patients' data to get from their, their sensor to the cloud, to our, to our data platform to apply these analytics to it is another one of the dream possibilities to really help more people more of the time. That's it for my conversation with Dr. Steve Ahmed of the Mayo Clinic. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.